0: Happy Thursday, everyone. DC Matthews, happy DC Matthews. Uh, doing it again. It's uh, Thursday. It is the last official day of school for the chillins. Teachers have one more day uh, after that just to kind of pack everything up. Uh, so I'm off to work again and thought I would check in again because uh, I recorded yesterday and I think I'm just going to put all of this together into one big uh, episode for this week, because I said in my drive yesterday that um, I wasn't sure when we were going to record, because, you know, I might have an event this evening, and so I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to do my usual Thursday night podcasting with Doc Manson at Doc Manson, and then come to find out Doc Manson at Doc Manson, is on vacation and uh, decided to tell me yesterday after tweeting about it. So it's good to know that both of us are on the same page when it comes to keeping each other informed about podcasting, which is, meh, when we think of it. Uh, So there's not going to be a proper episode this week, which means Danielle's Uno email is going to have to wait another week. Uh, I think what this means, is that we should be getting a baker's dozen emails? If it's going to be a couple of weeks in between proper podcasts, I think that should mean that we get a baker's dozen emails, if not more. the The next week's show should be a, you know, a mailbag episode because you haven't heard from us in a while, and uh, you're you know, you miss us, you miss the dulcet tones. Of our voices if I sound a little different this time as opposed to the audio that I recorded uh, yesterday I'm trying it on a headset today yesterday I had the phone in one hand while I was driving and I was not really able to focus on either very well so I'm trying the headset today I think the microphone is working it looks like it's recording I think the microphone is close enough to my face. We'll have to listen. You may never hear this. If this sounds like I'm, you know, from the, a tube at the center of the earth, then I'll probably not put Actually, you know what? I'll probably still put it up. I'll probably still put it up. I, you can suffer a day of subpar audio quality because uh, what I want to talk about today on this DC Road Diaries Pontific cast by the book, I'm not very good at branding. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, somebody pointed that out with listing just the sheer number of shows, titles, and things that Doc and I have come up with over the years. Uh, you know, we're, I don't think either of us are particularly good at branding. Hopefully, uh, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Now I just like saying that. Uh, hopefully he'll have a better job branding his next podcast when he launches Horrid, the history of horror podcast. Um, and and that's going to be a success. You know, I, I, I tooted Doc Manson at Doc Manson's, um, I tooted his horn. I gave him a little toot toot, a toot toot. Um, I'll do it again. You know, this show is going to be good. Uh, You know, we've been friends for a very long time. We lived together for a while. Uh, We were in each other's weddings. But I, and I I mean this, Doc Manson at Doc Manson, all right, this is the last time, um, is probably one of the smartest people I know. Legit. Legit one of the smartest people I know. A lot of the times when he is talking about something on the podcast and he goes on for a while as he is wont to do, Um, I'm not speaking, not because I don't want to interrupt his rant. Clearly, I'm happy to interrupt him. Uh, I'm just, I'm in awe at how easily he can talk about a whole myriad of subjects seemingly eloquently. For all I know, he's making it all up off the top of his head, but it sounds very good, and it sounds very educated. Maybe that's When you get your doctorate, maybe that's what they teach you. There's a class on how to sound like you know what you're talking about when you don't. But either way, he is is incredibly smart. Um, Horror movies are one of the areas he is truly passionate about. It has been that way the entirety of the time. I have known the lad and we have known each other. Now, we are approaching 20 years we are approaching 20 years that we have known each other. I won't say that we are friends for 20 years because uh, you know, we've said many times um, on our airwaves, we did not like each other almost at all at first. Um, there were some clashes on um, various things. I don't know if we both filled similar roles. you know, uh, our friend tall guy, there was, you know, we were both friends with him. Um, I do know. You know, I don't know if we've ever talked really in depth about this. I do know there was some, at least I believed, um, I won't call it competition, but there was mutual interest in the same uh, young lady at one point. Um, I don't know that we ever did talk about that. But either way, um, you know, we haven't been friends for 20 years, but we have known each other now. for for almost two decades, and in that entirety of the time, that was the point I was trying to make, the entirety of that time, he has been passionate about horror movies, and so I think that this horrid podcast is really going to be something special, to the point where I have accepted that horrid, a history of horror podcast, if that, I even have the name right, forgive me if you hear the windshield wipers, it's raining a little bit um, on this, this June day, um... I'm pretty sure that Horrid is going to launch Doc Manson at Doc Manson into a whole new stratosphere of pseudo celebrity. You know, he'll go from being a Z-level celebrity, which is where we are now, to maybe you know he could he could wind up being an S-level celebrity. He could he could jump a serious amount uh, with this podcast, and I will undoubtedly. Get left behind. We'll still probably do DDT wrestling, but, you know, he's going to go on to bigger and better things, and I'll be the other guy. I'm the Marty Janetti, is really what I'm trying to say. Um, and hopefully I'll be a much less annoying version of Marty Janetti than uh, actually Marty Gennetti. Um I wanted to tell there was a reason I was doing this. It's not just because I enjoy... Uh, chatting with y'all as as I drive to work um you've heard tell about the DDT draft and actually if you're listening to this more than likely you already know a lot about the DDT draft you have probably taken part in at least one if not every version of the DDT draft um you know, maybe not the version where it was just Chip and DJ and I, way, way back, probably 2015, early 2016. Um, but you're familiar with uh, with the draft. But in case I, there is someone listening to this who is not, who is a neophyte, a noob, if you will, to the uh, to the DDT draft. I wanted to talk a little bit about it um, as kind of a little edumacation. Remember when that show was good? You remember EduMication, the podcast, Kevin Smith, Andy McKelfrich? It was great. Now it's a pub quiz show, and all the reviews on iTunes say it's horrible. I digress. Um, it is much easier for me to drive and talk and go on tangents with the headset in, though it is illegal. little. think I'm breaking the law. Don't tell anyone. Um, the draft. That's what I'm competing to talk about. So... If you're not familiar with the DDT drafting, I'm assuming you are familiar with some sort of fantasy sports. You may have never participated, but you know the idea of a fantasy league. You draft a team of a roster of talent in whatever sport, and then in a true fantasy league, um, over the course of the season, you get points for the performance of those people you've drafted on your team. It's not that involved. We have yet to figure out how to make an actual wrestling fantasy league work. And I don't want to do it. It sounds like too much work. This is, if, you, if you've if you done it before, my favorite thing. I've done fantasy baseball a couple of times. Um, I did fantasy basketball once, which is funny because I don't know that I've ever watched a full NBA game. Um, I like the draft. I just like the draft. My favorite thing to do was to do mock fantasy baseball drafts, where I would draft a team, and just that alone was fun. So this is that. This is a mock fantasy draft for wrestling. And so what we're going to do, as I pull onto the highway here, hopefully I'm not, there is a truck. I saw the truck this time. Unlike yesterday when I almost died, I saw the truck this time. Um, It's a mock draft. So there's a group of people, maybe six, maybe eight. Uh, it depends on how much interest there is. Uh, and we do a draft. It is a serpentine draft, which means you go all the way down, picks one through eight, and then you double back. So pick eight gets two picks back to back, and then you go back to pick one, they get two picks, and it's like a snake serpentine. Um, I'm going to wait to get past the truck, it's probably very loud. And we're back. Um, and so. You draft your wrestlers. And we have done many versions of this before. The one we're going to start with this time is the traditional 12-month draft, which means you have to pick a talent who has competed over the last 12 months. Now, this year, I'm going to try to only have people taking part who actually want to draft this. Uh, And I'm going to say serious, but it's a mock wrestling draft. So obviously the word serious doesn't actually apply. It's not a real serious draft because we're pretend drafting wrestlers. But, um, you know, we've had people in the past, and I apologize if you're listening uh, and hear me talking about this. We've had people in the past who have not necessarily taken it seriously. They've drafted Mitchell the plan. They've drafted you know they've drafted these ridiculous things. I want to stick to wrestlers, wrestlers or wrestling personalities. Managers are fine. Announcers are fine. Ballets are fine if a ballet even exists in today's wrestling. Lana, I guess she wrestles. Regardless, um, so you know I-, I want actual people in this. And you draft a roster, and you can go in whatever direction you wish. I've done uh, you know a version that was kind of my 305 Live thing where I drafted big guys big talented guys and that was going to be the theme of my fake promotion was it was the Haas Professional Wrestling or the Haas Wrestling Federation or whatever Um, you could draft all cruiserweights we've got guys like Glenn what up Glenn who really does UK wrestling he's a UK guy he really knows a lot about the UK scene so he kind of focuses on that you can pick that area, but you draft, and you take turns drafting, and then at the end, if you wish, and this is totally optional, you can put together a pay-per-view card based on your roster. So if you have always wanted to watch Andrade wrestle Kenny Omega, the first two names that popped into my head, and you've drafted them, you can do that, and you just talk about You don't, you know, we're not getting into e-setting. You don't tell me how the match went. You don't tell me who won. You just tell me what the matches are. Um, so that's an option too. So that's kind of the, the basics of what the draft is. Um, we pick a, you know, we usually go 20 rounds, 25 rounds. It depends on the interest of the group. There is a time limit. We're not doing it all in person. It's not like one of those drafts where you have to be sitting at your computer at 7.30 on a Tuesday. Um, you get, I believe it. we have said it's a 24 hour time limit. And so, let's say I draft first, and I pick Bo Dallas with my first pick, as obviously I would. You have 24 hours. Whoever's picked number two, you have 24 hours from that moment to make your selection. Usually, I do a Google sheet to kind of keep track of our draft picks. Um, oftentimes, I don't actually partake in the draft. I facilitate. I kind of just manage, which is fine for me. I enjoy that. Um, And so, you know, that's how it works. There is a time limit. We usually make a rule before we decide to draft on how we feel about tag teams. It used to be trios. I don't think we're even going to do trios anymore. Now that Lucha Underground is really probably not a thing anymore. Um, There's not a major promotion that I'm aware of that has a six-man title. Ring of honors, I'm not going to count. Uh, WWE, despite the fact that I think they should, uh, they don't have it. So you can't draft a trio this time, you can't draft the entirety of New Day. Um, And we'll make a rule on tag teams at some point. This This is probably insanely loud, I don't know if any of this audio is even remotely useful as it's raining and the wipers are going, and I'm passing trucks on the highway. Um, But either way, I'm enjoying just chatting, uh, even if it's only to myself. Uh, So, yeah, we'll make a rule on tag teams what the qualifications are. You can't pick some, you know, let's say Randy Orton teamed with Triple H once on a house show. You can't pick that team. That's not a tag team. A tag team has to either... We've we've come up with various rules over the years. They have to have a name, um, a team name. They have to have a certain number of matches on a pay-per-view they have to have held tag team titles at some point we'll we'll decide that probably as a group or i'll make an executive decision which i'm usually very uh anti making executive decisions on that sort of thing but i might do it this year because every year in the draft there is somebody who winds up getting on my nerves because they ask a lot of questions or they make invalid picks multiple times, or they argue and tell me that the rules, they don't like it, you know, oh, this would be more fun if you did it this way. And my response in my head is always, well then make your own damn draft. Go through the process of recruiting an audience and make your own damn draft, and you can make whatever rules you want. I try not to say that, because I'm trying to be nice, but lately I've decided I don't care as much about being nice. I'm not trying to have the most number of followers that I can. Um, so I care less about pleasing people, um, despite being the Pope of positivity. And I try to maintain that. Um, so I'm going to be a little less open to, uh, people trying to, you know, make trouble just to make trouble. Um, just throwing that out there. So I'll, I've, I've just talked myself into it. I will make a ruling myself on tag teams and that'll be it. I'm not going to do it right now, but I'll think about it. I'll talk to the people I trust whose opinions I trust. Um, but yeah, so we'll have a rule on tag teams and it's fun. Usually, you know, we ask that you, we have a group DM on Twitter for it. Um, usually, we ask that you use a certain hashtag just so we can keep things orderly. And usually we do want you to post it publicly. If you want to include a picture, that helps. You know, if you're drafting Bray Wyatt, put a picture of him in whatever version of Bray Wyatt um, you want. But, um, you know, we do want this to be something that people know about. We do want this to be, you know, something that people are interested in. We want to get more people involved in future drafts. I'm debating the merits this year, Of only doing one draft pool at a time. Um, Because last year we had, I think, four going at once, which was a bit of a headache to manage. Um, And I'm wondering, well, what if we did one? And we did one. And when that one was over, we did another one. Or maybe we do two at a time. Like right now, I think there are 10 or 12 folks who have said they're interested in being part of the draft pool. Well, maybe. You know, we start two draft pools going, and I only do two at a time. And when the second one is done, we start a third one. Or when the first one is done, rather, we start a third one. Um, It sounds like I'm making this all up as I go along, which is partially true. We've done this now four or five times. So, you know, I do know what I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So it's fun. Ask around if, again... If you're listening to this more than likely, you know, by all means, take to Twitter and talk about how much wonderful fun you're having when you draft, but it does tend to be a good time. Uh, you meet some good people who may expose you to new promotions and new wrestlers that you don't know. Maybe you're, maybe you're a guy or a girl who wants to get into New Japan. You hear about it. You know, John Moxley's part of New Japan now. Jericho is part of New Japan now, um, but you don't feel super familiar with the new Japan world. This is a pretty good way for you to do that because there's discussion that usually happens about the picks, and so someone will, will uh, draft Kota Ibushi, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that guy from the Cruiserweight Classic, he was pretty good." And they're like, "Bro, if you liked him in the Cruiserweight Classic, watch this match, watch this match, watch this match." They'll make every Cruiserweight Classic match look, uh, you know, bad in comparison. Matches are great for code energy. So I highly recommend you partake. I'm, I'm coming up to the end of our recording here as, I, as I'm almost to work. Um, I hope you partake. I hope you're interested. Again, I know I'm talking to people who are already in the draft. If you're a draft veteran, and want to send me some thoughts on draft format if you have ideas. Um, you know I know Jeremy and I go back and forth about this. Jeremy and I are planning <laughs> We're planning... It might be only fun for the two of us, but we're, we're going to do a draft. We might even do a podcast draft. I'm going to get Jeremy on the air. He's too smart to, to not have his voice be heard. But um, we might do like an uber nerd draft, just the two of us back and forth. But either way, I hope you partake in the uh, DDT draft version. I want to say this is version four. Might be even version five as I pull onto my gravel driveway. Uh, But I hope you partake. I hope you enjoy. We're going to have a lot of fun. I I hope that it's a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot. It's going to be fun. All right. Executive decision. It's going to be fun. My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. Thank you for listening to this version of whatever it is I decide to call this. And until we meet again, my friends, we'll see you around the neighborhood.